The program which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. We are going to be talking about songs and embarrassing things we did as children and young people. And we've got some people who are going to be sharing their artistic endeavours from their teenage years as well. And as for why we're doing this, we wanted to get everyone who listens to these women together. We have friends from all over the place and we thought it'd be great for you all to meet each other and hang out and get drunk um, and take part in the show too. But we also wanted to raise some money for Resonance FM. Thank you very much as well to Michael, Roving Mike, and also Sarah who are a technical support this evening and have really helped. Um, so I think that's everything that I need to say other than thank you so much for coming and we're really excited to have you here. Thanks, guys. <laughs> First off, we're a pretty whiny bunch. If you've ever listened to our radio show, you already know that. We love to whine. Um, and we often talk about our gripe of the week. So I thought we'd start with a gripe of the week. I've got a mini gripe. Yesterday, we had Laurie Penny on the show, and instead of questioning her feminist credentials, I talked about Pombear. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed the part, well, I say enjoyed, I'm really annoyed at myself. Rather than going back to the main topic of, you are a very famous journalist who talks about loads of interesting stuff, I really wanted to interject with my facts, which is, Pombears are 25% oil, don't you know? And then afterwards, I was like, what am I doing? Like, interrupting with my bullshit facts. Well, I mean, I started it. So if you guys want to hear us talk about Palm Bear, listen to yesterday's show. Last night's show. Um, okay, have you guys got any I've any got gripes? a gripe. Go on, Lucy. It's, it's to do with the hot weather and my disgusting feet. Well, I wear quite cheap flat shoes and I was sitting at my desk at work and I could smell my own feet and I was like, is this okay? Do other people have this experience? Because it's disgusting. I've definitely um, had that experience and other people have been part of that experience. We're not experiencing your feet right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're covered. The hand was up. The hand went up. Oh, oh. That, oh I can hear my own voice. That, you're a professional. You can always hear your own voice. <laughs> no, you're right. But, it, okay. Well, anyway, I tried to, to, to combat this by buying, like, trainer socks. You know those, like, invisible socks? They, they're bullshit. They don't... They, they come right off in your foot, in your shoe. Like, they go down yeah, to the toe, work. and then my sweaty foot is left exposed. Do you mean so like a mini... So there's no way around this problem, is what I'm saying. Do you mean like a mini sock? Like those tiny socks. Yeah, mini... Don't, well, don't, I don't understand. What don't way even approach they your ankle. I, I, could be, I could be wrong. I could have been putting them on in some stupid way that... Are you putting them on your hands? It could have been that, yeah. Right. That I'm not blaming way. you. I'm blaming faulty manufacturing methods. I blame everything but me. This is definitely... A burning issue because I thought I put a very boring Facebook status update on the other day when I said I've become one of those people who gets my feet out my shoes in the office and literally about 20 people liked it and then commented on it I couldn't believe it clearly this is something that preoccupies everyone all day every day is that your most popular post it's one of them I think it's going to be in my review of the year exactly is that going to be in your 10 year 10 year review no one's giving a shit about my holidays but they love that foot update I have a bit of a question about the foot odor I always tell myself you can smell yourself more than other people can smell you and apparently the opposite is true so I'm really sorry to everyone who's ever been around any part of my body. I can give you some tips for fixing your foot odour if you're buying Oh, yeah, we've got cheap some t- top tips. Um, so my flatmate told me, because my feet, um, my shoes smelled so bad that they weren't allowed to be in a communal area, she told me that um, her friend's mum said, get some cotton wool balls and soak them in tea tree oil and then fill your shoes with those balls. So Jenny's advice was to put the balls of cotton up the nose of your guests instead of keeping them in your shoe. So my gripe of the week go on. is when you go to pee and you peed and then you still need to pee afterwards. But I think that's a urinary infection and I'm going to pass it over to Dr. Jenny. Dr. Jenny, is that a medical problem we need to be discussing in further detail, possibly in private? 
Let's just do this. No, in private. Let's just do this. I graduated today, by the way. Hi. Actually, this show is an aid of Jenny's graduation. So congratulations. I'm in a lot of debt. So in answer to the question... Oh, yeah, let's discuss it right now, man. Yeah, getting burning or stinging. <laughs> no, Lily is shaking her head and finger. Yeah, get yourself checked, mate. I was told by a friend who had a very long battle with cystitis. You get cystitis if you piss and then that extra bit, you don't go. So if you stay and then do do that, like, extra bit, you'll be fine. You know what I need to do? Take my phone to the toilet more often so that I spend longer on the loop. Public service announcement, girls, OK? Yeah. In the hot weather, drink more water. For real, OK? So glad we've got a doctor in the house. I think you might have urge incontinence. My mum once told me I had urge incontinence because I was going to the toilet too often when we were <laughs> on holiday. Like, feeling like you need to go when you don't really need oh, to go. Oh, like a weak bladder. And yeah, so she says train your bladder more. Weak bladder, it sounds like definitely something I would have. Oh, yeah, my vibes type thing I know. I normally right. share on the show when it's just the four of us in the studio and the lovely Marcos, he's normally our sound engineer, he's right at the back. Um, and now I kind of feel quite embarrassed and ashamed about saying it, but I shouldn't do. So in the spirit of very loose women, I'm going to go with it. It's that time of the month when your vaginal discharge is just like very <laughs> really heavy. Thick. Oh my God, so thick. Seriously, like... I was... Everyone's clapping. Great, thanks guys. I, yeah, was it our menstruation special where you were saying, you know, I'm a healthy young woman, of course I've got like my vaginal discharge. I think this is because I've started taking a new round of vitamin E capsules which um, incre- apparently like if you're menopausal and you have dryness you take the vitamin E and everyone looks so horrified it increases so your, many like, people are crossing their arms why aren't they crossing their legs I just thought fuck it let's just get it out of there from the beginning and everyone else is going to loosen up with me you know you just kind of feel a bit damp all day hold on a moment someone's got a point to make up at the back say it's it again you've got to do the morning pad and then you know you whip it you know morning's the worst time you whip it off afternoon's fresh as fuck Mornings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no. you're, you, you're moving around, you're like jiggling. Like from the night Are you talking about like having jizz from la- the night before? <laughs> the pad works for both things. Can I just okay. say something, right? About, well, firstly, vaginal or vaginal, big question on my mind. I started saying vaginal, but I always used to say vaginal. I think Dr. Jenny. Hands up for vaginal. I don't mind. <laughs> Nine-ish. And for vaginal? Ooh. Yeah, but Jenny's in there. It's about even split. So we don't know the answer. (laughs) Say what you like. As Jack says, it's all fanny. So it's even more disgusting than what you just said. Please do. Take the heat off me. In terms of like the kind of viscosity, does it ever remind you of? You know when you buy something like, for example, if you bought like a new baking tray and it has a little sticker on it that says like the glue, like in magazines when you get free mascara. You could have sold that on as well. Yeah. Marcos has something to say. Hi. So are you talking about menstruation or just no? No. People don't know about this. We still have stuff coming out of our vaginas, even when like we're not bleeding. all the bleeding. time. There's stuff coming it out sucks. all the time. It's discharge. All the time. It's just right it's, now. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's variable, like how much stuff is the, coming out. The natural lubricant. Oh, okay. Thank you for asking that question. Okay, okay. I think, you know, a lot of people yeah. wondered. So I think we've all said our gripes. So yeah. we're going to open it up to the floor. Has anyone got a gripe? What is your gripe? But my, my gripe is a, a topical gripe of, and a gripe of the day. Uh, in that my lunch that I've been looking forward to for several hours exploded all over the microwave at work and left me cleaning up molten chicken and mushroom soup whilst a queue of eager microwave users were stood waiting. It was a Tesco's two for two fifty chicken and mushroom soup. Um, were you able to get a replacement lunch? Uh, I was. Well, that is, that's... That, <laughs> you know what? I asked a very closed question there. It's I my mean, fault. I'm that glad does, to hear it. That does remind me of... Um, we got an all-staff email 
my former employers, which um, it was a health and safety notice. So the email had in capital letters in the subject, health and safety alert, and then hyphen, microwave incident. (laughs) Yesterday, someone from the communications department tried to microwave some tomato soup, unfortunately, in a can, which then exploded into high pressure and caused a minor fire in the microwave. (laughs) Um, And this person had never used a microwave before and didn't realise that you couldn't put a can unopened in the microwave. It was all very wrong. And in the same week, we had um, another all-staff email which was entitled Fork Amnesty because there were about 142 people in the office and there had been around 150 forks in the office for lunchtime. And after about a year... There were no forks whatsoever. So there were 150 knives and uh, spoons left over, and that was it. So they had to say, from 8 in the morning, this box with a hole is going to be by reception. Could you please return your fork and do it in secret, and we won't tell you off? Does that mean, like, what, 150 people at your office had homes that were fully furnished with knives and spoons but no forks? It was probably and just how one did they eat person. up until that point? Um, I think we've got some more gripes in the audience. Haley, I think you had a gripe. It's not so much a gripe as a brilliant thing that happened to you that I think really everyone should know about. It's a gripe. Well, I think there's some confusion about... Are there two stories? Do you want to do your gripe and your highlights? Okay. So first off with my gripe, last night I went swimming and I thought it was going to be a wonderful experience (laughs) until there was a man standing at the lane of the pool behind me. And instead of swimming behind me, as most people do in swimming pools, he walked the length of the pool. (laughs) Yeah. What was he doing? He started walking in silence, and that was bad enough. But then he started making dolphin noises. (laughs) (laughs) Did that encourage you to go faster? It it did. It was motivational. (laughs) So that was my gripe. Is that the gripe or the wonderful thing? None of us are sure. None of us are sure. It's, it's hard to say. The highlight was probably meeting David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I can. Woo! If that doesn't You've deserve a round of applause, what does? When he wasn't the one making dolphin noises, that would have been a whole nother story. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. Any more grapes? I think, Marcos, did you have a grape? It's funny because at first I thought you said grope of the week. <laughs> I was like, you guys changed the concept just for tonight. No, but in my case, it, it's mostly to do, well, two things with the pollen. So, yeah, so pollen, I just got pollen. a new bike and I'm starting to like bike more and all that. And I'm, and my eyes are bloodshot all day because I just mm. like my, my time. Is that all the drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but that, I think the grope of the week should be a thing. That's true. I mean, that's Emma right. had a great grope. You groped Laurie Penny last night. I groped Laurie Penny last night. Oh, and guess. she said, and I quote, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Ruth's got a gripe. I had a, a good gripe all prepared, and then I've realised that there's an actually more pressing gripe in the last <gasps> ten minutes. I don't know what pom bears are. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm starting to question my upbringing. We've discussed the fact that more than one person does not know what pom bear are. Pom bear are potato-based snacks. Is pom bear the plural, then? Pom bear, pom bear is, a, is a plural and a singular. <laughs> Hi, Julia. Hey, Julia, have you got a gripe of the week? Wait, also, hang on, you didn't also, describe what pom bears are. Wait, come back, Two have a question for Julia. Do you have a gripe? And number two, do you know what pom bear are or pom bear is? My or gripe is that there's two king's heads in London Bridge. How confusing is that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it's not even the king's head, it's the king's arms. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Even How the fuck are you here? And do you know what um, pom bear I'm are? I'm afraid I don't tell you. No wow. one knows what pom okay, bear is. Okay, so pom bear, as I say, are a potato-based snack in the, in the shape of bears. And they're 25% oil. Has anyone else got a gripe? Young man at the back has a gripe. Uh, my gripe of the week is always kind of a gripe of the week. Not me. 
Uh, I found out a co-worker who the entire office had a massive crush on is a gay porn star on the side. <laughs> we may have exhausted the grapes. Has anyone else got a grape? Oh, sorry, Jenny, what's your grape? First of all, the plural of pombers is pombers. You're ridiculous. It, I don't agree with no, that. No, because it's French, le pombers. It's actually oh, German. It's a silent, right, anyway. it's a silent S. Okay, anyway, well, then I've got a silent S for you. That answers. Let's not yeah. listen to Jenny's. Basically, just the other day at dinner, I had a really bad after-dinner anecdote. Like, that can ruin your whole dinner. It stayed with me. No, I, I, I think we all understand that. Moving on to our next topic. I think we've exhausted all the griping of the evening. Hopefully, we won't provide you with more gripes. <laughs> we might provide you with more gripes, Perhaps. but we won't have time to air. Emma, tell us a bit about what we're doing. Sure, why not? Put me on the spot. Okay, so <laughs> I guess I wanted us all to kind of laugh our younger selves and our younger each other's so we thought about maybe songs we composed as youngsters so i always thought of myself as a bit of a satirist and i wrote a spice girls parody the rice girls of course and i i have my own take on to become one i think we'd like to just remind ourselves what that wonderful song sounds like high quality uh, more, more high quality if anything this is everybody is this it who did not recognize like you do know we all collected the Have you heard like a noise, uh, just a sort of strange, a subtle snap of the universe during that song? That was the sound of my career peaking. <laughs> As a musician, it's all, it's all downhill from here. Can Sorry, I just what ask we... what inspired that? Do you remember as a child? I think it's quite clear what inspired <laughs> Do you know what, right? I was a really big fan of Wonton Soup, I guess. And yeah, actually, let me tell you something more embarrassing, which is the working title of that song was... Yeah, yeah, it was When to Eat Green Peas. I didn't even think about making it rhyme. And then all of a sudden I was like, hold on, wonton. <laughs> so I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of artistic achievement and satire. My song just came deep from the heart. It was really meaningful. I wasn't very musical, like 
you know, my violin teacher asked me to stop playing. <laughs> but I, I have this really clear memory of I was like trying to kind of write some lyrics and write a song. But I remember thinking it sounded really good. And it was just the kind of bare bones of a chorus. Um, but it's actually really bad. And I kind of, I, I actually don't want to share it with everyone. And um, Ed, who runs Resonance, has just arrived at the right time. He's going to be like, why the hell do you have a show? It's really bad. No, the better, the better. Just go ahead, just spit it out, Peanut. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason behind it. And I remember the tune, and it goes, Golden Fish, (laughs) Creation, Silverfish, Jubilation. That's it, guys, that's That's the whole song. (laughs) Jack, take that that and make a fucking hit out of it. Did you get get the... The chords, what were the chords? Golden Fish. You weren't really in a key. Fuck you, Jack, I'll do it myself. They don't don't have a system for what you just did. Golden Fish. Creation! Yes. Yes. <laughs> Silverfish. Jubilation. It's good stuff. Yeah. You got it, you got it. Thanks. I think that it could have been actually when I was a teenager, super embarrassing, and it was the Jubilee. Oh. My neighbours had some really big koi cart. Right. This has gone wrong. Yeah, in a moment. Grasping at straws for this part of the show. So actually, no. Don't so, judge me. It was meant to be a safe forum. Also, though, in that theme, you have another food-related song that also feeds into the Second World War. Yeah, so during the war, there was rationing. Just, you know, history lesson here, guys. Um, but there were all these um, posters and advertising campaigns that we learned about when people had to just live off food they made themselves. Like, it was a Second World themselves. War. When we were at school, we learned about these, like, advertising campaigns they had you know like grow your own food like carrots and potatoes they're really easy so they they had this poster where there was um dr carrot and potato pete trying to get kids to think they were cool to eat someone in the audience has just gone yeah potato pete they know what i'm talking about (laughs) totally a stooge so again it's a very short song i'm not very good on verses but the chorus goes dr carrot the children's best friend i make good soup yeah 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 Potato, Pete, the children's best friend, also makes good soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what I like about that is you're kind of admitting your own song songwriting limitations there by saying also. Yeah. Also, gonna reuse a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not musical. For me, for me, wait it's a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, hold the phone, Catherine. So during during the what would we call that intermission interval? I was speaking to B. Now, how comfortable are you coming up and speaking out this poem that your sister wrote? Spoken word piece. Okay, wonderful. Tell, tell us the context of this piece. Um, it's the context is 1996. Brilliant. My sister wrote it. It's called the Beatrice poem. <laughs> I'm Beatrice, and she was very annoyed with me on a car journey back from Trago Mills in Devon, which is a kind of superstore that sells all manner of things, following a holiday touring Devon's National Trust properties (laughs) highlight. And um, the poem is... Oh, and also it follows from me being called Fat Aslan by my sisters, (laughs) because I had really chubby cheeks, and I broke my nose when I was a kid, so I was like... (laughs) She's, yeah. not, she's trying light. to look like a lion. Yeah, yeah. For, the, for the benefit of those not being able to see yeah. it. Echoes of the nickname. Um, so the poem is thus. Beatrice poem. Beatrice, coo coo coo. <laughs> makes me frown. Coo coo coo. Beatrice, coo coo coo. Capitals. Runs me down. Exclamation mark. <laughs> and that is the Beatrice poem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's very interesting. Um, did your sister go to the same songwriting school as Catherine over here? 
Yeah, I think so. I think we'd yeah. be great friends. I can't wait to meet her. The new Simon and Garfunkel. I'm thinking if that had a musical element and we combined it with Golden Fish, it would be yeah. a hit on our hands. Hit parade. So actually, I think we were talking about the, the foodstuffs. Julia, did you have a nice song you wanted to sing us? I, I do have a song, but I, I don't remember the, the, the tune. Or None of these songs had words. tunes, though, did they? So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. That's what right. is a tune? Just... Okay, so the song is called Something Crunchy, and it's about um, (laughs) (laughs) textures of food. Uh, So you've obviously got soft food, and you've got crunchy food, and sometimes you just want something crunchy. (laughs) The song, essentially, I, I really don't remember the specifics, but it kind of goes like... I don't want mashed potatoes. I don't want peas. I want something crunchy. <laughs> I want carrots. I want chips. I, and it goes on uh, as many crunchy foods as you can think of. Uh, you can sing it for ages, and then you just say, oh, yeah. it's great. But I, I, I'm afraid I just don't remember in detail the, the, the tune or the lyrics, so it's a bit disappointing, but it was a good idea. I think Claire had one. She's right behind you. Uh, the theme is meant to be embarrassing tunes, right? So, uh, yeah, that's key. Uh, that's key. So this is definitely... Well, I think it's probably quite embarrassing. So, um, so there were these... Well, when I was little, there were these sheep in the field opposite me. <laughs> and, uh, and there was one who I'd already made friends with who was basically a kind of tame sheep and I'd like go up, feed, feed the sheep something and we'd, we'd you know, chat and it was lovely. You'd bond. Uh, we bonded. <laughs> and, um, and then there were these four sheep who were just hanging around in the field just above and I went up to them, and I wasn't sure whether they were kind of, you know, whether they were going to... Friend or foe. Yeah, exactly. And I, uh, actually, no, I, th- I think by this stage, I kind of knew that they were kind of relatively tame. And anyway, I made up this... Uh, I gave them all names, uh, which were bold, brave, and courageous. <laughs> 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 because, because, you know, I was an artistic child, and that's what I did. And, um, and anyway, and then I made up this little song, which went, uh, bold, brave, and courageous, son, son, bold, brave, and courageous, son... And then the sun came out as I finished this song. And so therefore, for the rest of my childhood, I kind of thought that this was a brilliant song that I could sing to make the song come out. So, so that is my story. Of- that was actually, that was wonderful. I thought that was beautiful. It was really lovely, and you were really brave to sing a song like that. Um, what I wondered is, you, you kind of said that there were, there were four sheep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I got confused along the way. There must have only been three. Or maybe they were with the, the sheep that was my friend already, which was called Daphne. <laughs> Guys, various women, I'm just going to throw something out there. Can we have Claire on every show? Yeah, I think that would be a great addition. Um, There's also one called Wildebeest. I don't know if anyone else had this in an uh, English class when you were growing up. I suddenly got really obsessed with the word onomatopoeia. Yeah, great word. <laughs> Slash, how the hell do you pronounce it? And no how do you spell knows. it? Right, so I wrote a poem about it. Um, I mean, it, <laughs> it, goes, it goes like this. It's, it's, it's very musical. Ono, ono, matter, matter, poetopoeia. Splish, splash, splosh. Caca! <laughs> I was, I was weirder than I am now. That was absolutely excellent. Oh, and I think Matt, you had a song one. or a yeah. poem. I, as my brothers like to remind me, I did once um, set lyrics to the Indiana Jones theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes like this. Indiana, Indi- <laughs> Indiana, 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 Indiana Jones. <laughs> when you say lyrics, do you mean I repeated the main protagonist's name over and over again? Oh, no, there's other no, lyrics. it's coming, it's coming. Are there other lyrics? 
Should no. we just sing it for you? <laughs> Indiana. Come on, everyone. Indiana. 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 We're doing it wrong. Just clarify, because I don't want to be misrepresented. Indiana, 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 Indiana Jones. Indiana, 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 Jones. Indiana Jones. Yay! I should say. People who don't it know, Mouse is also perfectly. a singer-songwriter, so... I know, oh, we can tell. songwriter, obviously. Oh, we've got another song, Tom. Oh, no. Big Pink Stick! Big Pink Stick! We can sing Big Pink Stick. Oh, this is not a childhood song. Let's just, just say something here, which is, this is just a forum for anyone to humiliate themselves. Sorry, Big Pink Stick, are we on that? Okay, so, uh, this is not a childhood song. I think we're at the innocent and tender age of about 19, <laughs> uh, on a road called Mansfield Road, with uh, a pint of lager and a Big Pink Stick. <laughs> Uh, and it was about four o'clock in the morning, as I recall. Uh, and the song is in a round, so we'll probably have to get everybody singing in a round. And it goes to the tune of London's Burning. Oh. Mansfield Road, Mansfield Road. Pint of lager, pint of, of lager. lager. Big pig stick, big pig stick. Let's keep drinking, let's keep drinking. Mansfield Road, Mansfield Road. Pint of lager, pint of lager. Big pig stick. Jack's gone wrong. Jack's gone really wrong. She said. I think I'm Do you know what, guys, guys, guys? She said she wasn't musical. She probably wrote it. There's further evidence. Guys, that is specific music terminology. Not everyone knows what a round is. I do know what a round is. That was a great song. Oh, who says a song? I was not musical either, so the only songs I made up were to help me revise for tests. <laughs> so I have a song that's all the countries in West Africa. Mauritania, Senegal, the Gambia, and Guinea-Bissau, Guinea-Mali, Sierra Leone, Liberia and the Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Togo, Benin, Niger, Nigeria, Chad and Cameroon. That's it. Kay's got a whole album. Yeah, um, anyone who was recently at Kay's house has heard her nine-song-strong album. Um, so during my youth, anywhere between the ages of um, eight and 14, I was in a band with my cousin. Our, our, our best hit is about being at the supermarket, and I hope that's what you're going to play first. Um, when, you, when you say our best hit... It's their most popular song. Yeah, well, because Emma, um, Emma G knows all the lyrics. Do you know what, though? At the Supermarket is a song that Kay first introduced me to maybe a, a month and a half ago, and I loved it. I find myself singing it, you know, when I'm walking down the street, when I'm pushing my godson in a pram. He loved it, obviously. Yeah, um, but... On any night out, if I'm drunk, if I'm sober... I hope you're all going to enjoy it as much as I do. Our third song, Shopping. At the supermarket, at the supermarket, at the supermarket, I like to shop. At the they have great deals, at the they have no frills, at the they double your pile, which I need to get more, save more coins, get all your goods,
what we really got there was a kind of anti-capitalist statement. Because I think what you were telling us was like, pioneer your local shop when it shut down. You were very unhappy. <laughs> I think I, but, I explained that quite clearly in the lyrics. But yeah. then you realised there are many more, many more, many more. Oh, Wonderful. there are many more supermarkets. Yes, there are. Many more. What about because I saw you? Because I saw you as, like, was a like, low point in my brain. Well, no, we realised we had to step away from, like, you. observational yeah. lyricism towards, like, <laughs> like, the pop genre, which we were pressured into, into joining, and, and that was our... Who one pressured story. you into that? Record Everyone agency. else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, because I saw you, obviously I'd rather you didn't play, because it's... It makes you sound like a stalker. Yeah. Oh, right, does anyone else have a song they want to contribute before Any, we anyone move else. on? <laughs> a, a, yeah, anyone but K. Oh, Jay's got a rap. Dr. J has a rap. Yeah, Dr. J, that was my rapping name <laughs> when I was eight. Can you tell us what your rap was so about? My sister and I were in a, we're in a rap duo called the Scorpions, obviously. <laughs> okay. And as I'll explain in the lyrics, I was Sting and she was Claw. <laughs> Is there a second part? <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. Who's going to do the second part? Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's in Chile. Just do, maybe do a slightly different voice. Oh, right. We sang it. To, don't worry. It's fine. Okay. okay. Go on. So, um, okay. So, what? guys. Uh, yeah, we're the Scorpions. I'm Sting, she's Claw. And now I'm going to sing you some more. We used to be this normal Bristol population until we had this music sensation. <laughs> hey, I said, let's make a band. And she agreed. And that's just grand. <laughs> I guess we're probably nearing the end of wrapping things up. Yeah, should we just thank do all you the thank yous? to our wonderful, wonderful audience? You've been, been great. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming it's and being hilarious. It's been fantastic. And thank you also to Sarah and to Michael. If you'd like to tell us, and maybe we'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. You're listening to Very Loose Women. This program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.